Reflection. Um, okay, Dr. Pauline. Yeah. Go I'm, I'm going what, I, what I have from January 8th, that was. Mm. We went deeper in certain language that are used to bring curses that are very difficult to remove and grows and manifest into certain family. You refer to um, um, the killer, the guy who killed the fourth student, you know, and you said, you know, the, the heart that he has, you were surprised, you know, that, you know, just, you know, like kill four students and he himself, you know, was a PhD student. And, you know, you refer to, you know, his heart, his hard-heartedness is, you know, the evil in his heart. He says, Simeon was the second child of Leah. Mm. And Leah was bitter and angry at Rachel. And Rachel, we know that uh, Joseph had loved Rachel. And um, at the time of you know, his marriage, he thought he was marrying Rachel, but um, he actually married Leah because Laban told him that uh, it was not, you know, in those times, you know, the younger couldn't get married before the, before the older. And uh, Leah was the older one. So he married, he was married to Leah and he agreed to work another seven year for Rachel because of the love that he had for Rachel. Uh, Rachel was the cause of Jacob working for Laban for that, you know, additional seven years. When love turned to eight, it will cause you to be bitter and retaliate. Leah was retaliating um, after Joseph married to Rachel because she wanted jo uh, Jacob all to herself. Hatred, when it gets into your adrenaline, it's difficult to change regardless of what God said. Hatred is the opposite of love and it's ill will. The word of God cannot pacify you. You expounded on Genesis 49 uh, from verse seven, where you said when that spirit enter a Christian, it causes them to be haters of God and the children of God. It is instrumental of cruelty and mercy or grace has no room in your heart when that, you know, hatred into your heart. 
the fear of God has nothing to do with you anymore because you become a spiritual medra. This is a spirit splitting and division that is rampant in the church. Determinately uh, stubborn. Leah named her son hatred because she wanted Jacob for herself. You went on to talk about the Exodus where he said uh, over uh, 35,000 um, of the Simeonites unto this day were missing. Uh, and then you talk about Balak, Balak and Balaam. You know, Balak wanted uh, Balaam to curse the Israelites. But, um, you know, he couldn't do it unless they sinned against God. And so, you know, they had parties where, you know, you know, it was like sexual, you know, party where sex was introduced. And um, the Israelite, they went in to the woman, they sinned against God. But, you know, through it all, you know, um, you talk about the, the Simeonites who were missing until this day because they sinned because, you know, 35,000 of those men were slain, you know, during the time of the, um, the, the war. And so when the curse of the plague came about, the Simeonites ran away from where they belong and they settled in Greece and Wales. The Simeonites are the middle part of America. They love the word of God but they are still bitter and cruel up to this day. They produce guns and weapons of, of cruelty from the curse near their mother, releasing them. And, you know, I, I pause there for a little bit, but, you know, oftentimes, you know, like you see uh, guns that, you know, use, you know, like for like deer hunting or guns. And I usually see the name Simeon on it. But I didn't realize that it was... Um, the Simeonite from the Bible who made those guns. <laughs> so Dr. Pauline, thanks for um, you know, sharing that. You know, now I know you said hatred should not flow in our DNA. It should not flow in our heart. It's not, it should not flow in us. Leah was fighting to keep her husband, not knowing that she was releasing hatred and cruelty in her bloodline. He said, church and families are destroyed by hatred, which is the characteristic of Satan. And that's what I got from my notes and I'll stop there at the boring. Oh, shall we just praise the Lord for Evangelist Sarah? Amen, amen. Who else? Tonight, everybody's going to give a reflection. Everybody is talking. Because this part of the teaching is very, very important for every woman, every mother, every sister to remember. Everybody who is a Christian, you must remember this, this teaching. So everybody is talking. Um, Dr. Pauline, I'll, I'll say something. Uh, I will share 
what I uh, what I'm thinking of. Um, you highlight um, Rachel and Leah and Jacob, and we were reminded that Rachel was the one that introduced Jacob to her family, and um, Jacob originally loved Rachel, and he requested Rachel's hand marriage to Laban. At the time when he requested Rachel's hand in marriage, um, Laban accepted his proposal. He did not tell him that he could not have Rachel because that's not done in their family. The, the older must marry the younger. He accepted yeah, yeah, and he told yeah. Sorry, I got muted. Um, yes, he, he, he wasn't told. Oh boy. I um the system keeps muting me, so I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the system keeps muting me. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, he wasn't told that um he couldn't have Rachel's hand in marriage because that was not the done thing in the family. But he was promised Rachel and um, on the night of his wedding, he discovered that he, he got the wrong woman. Um, however, Leah didn't see it that way. Leah felt that um, her sister was trying to overtake her um, and trying to, to take the man that is now her husband. Um, so because of that, Leah began to plant hate and unforgiveness in her children. She transferred her pain, her disappointments, and even her revenge and hate in her children. And though the children were innocent to whatever was happening, you know, um, we always said the children were never asked to be born, um, but they were innocent to it. But because they were constantly fed of the hate in Leah, they also grew up angry. So, the fruit that they were bearing were not good fruit. And so um, Dr. Pauline um, pointed out to us parents, especially mothers, how important it is that we use wisdom 
in how we mold our children. And we should always point them to the cross. That we should not in include children in our disagreements, in our, in our fights. Uh, we should never pull children in our disagreements. And then she said, when love turns to hate, the only thing you're thinking about is revenge how to get back at the person, how to make your voice heard, how to win the battle. And you're not seeing any good thing in the person that you have now, that you are now hating. And so when we open up our spirit and our heart to anger and to hate, it goes deep inside of us and it is very hard to flush it out because this, it, we, we, have, we have actually, as she said, imbibed it in, 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 in us. And so even when you try to bring the word to such a person that is so full of hate and bitterness, they will reject the word. They will despise the very word you're bringing to them because they cannot see the, the rationale of the word anymore. And so, um, she said, when things like this happen, it means that that hate and that bitterness is gone way down deep in our DNA. And so the cry now is that, or the prayer for us now is that that spirit of hate and anger will not enter into us or in our families, that we will not become instruments of cruelty that even as Jacob recognized these traits in his son, that we should begin to recognize when negative vibes are, are entering in our spirit or in our children and begin to war against it. So how we talk to our children, how we correct them, how we advise them is very important. It's either we are encouraging them to hate or we're encouraging them to forgive. And I remember a long time ago that Dr. Pauline says, in all situations, we should seek to forgive. In all situations, we should make up in our mind before anything happens to forgive so that when issues begin to happen, forgiveness will not be so hard. And so she said, we must carry candies of love so we can forgive. So as parents, uh, we have a responsibility to ensure that we do not plant hatred in our children. We do not plant unforgiveness in our children. We do not plant revenge and bitterness in our children. We do not transfer our own disappointments and hate in our children. We should not allow our children to fight our battles because, you know, um, it, it, it's, it, then we're allowing them to carry a burden that is not their own. So what I take from this is that as parents, we have a very, very great responsibility. 
we can either create monsters or create angels. So we have a we have a responsibility to those who look to us. That's what I'm hearing from this. Amen. Shall we all appreciate Reverend Althea? Okay. Yeah. Next. Everybody is speaking. Yeah. Good night, Sister Dr. Carol. Pauline. Uh, God bless you. Good Monday. night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Praise <laughs> God. Praise God. Um, what I take away from the last study that we had, um, you talked about, um, you said that you were thinking about the young man that um, had killed his classmate, how he could kill them and what had happened to him, what happened 10 years ago, 10 decades ago, you know, is this something that had happened in his family, some generational thing that's going on in his, in, in that had happened in his family long time ago. What was the reason for him doing this? You went on to talk about hatred. You said uh, Leah named her child hatred. Simeon means hatred. I have hated. Because she, she had hated because she wanted Jacob for herself when she knew that she and Jacob had no relationship anyways. Um, there was no relationship between her and Jacob anyways. Uh, you said uh, her sister was the one, Rachel was the one who had brought Jacob to her father. And Leah knew, knew that. It was Rachel who had brought her, brought him to her father. It's a hatred, the meaning of hatred. It, hatred is the opposite of love. And it's hatred is intense dislike, ill will. Instrument, and you talk about instrument of cruelty. Cruelty is the cause, is to cause pain and suffering. And this is all a part of hatred, is in hostile, you become inhumane when you have hatred in, inside of you, no compassion, no mercy. You do whatever you want to do and you become very abusive and all manner of evil enters your system when you have hatred inside of you. You're stubborn and you don't care. You say the reason why Joseph had put Simeon in prison was because he, he didn't want him on, on their way back to get their father and the other brother. He didn't want him to kill his brothers. So he locked him in prison while the others go. Um, you talk about how many, when they left Egypt, you, you said when they left Egypt, 359,000 head of whole soul left Egypt. And the head of whole soul, you said, meant 
the men of the whole, the men, not women, that did not include women. So it was third, 359,000 head of household had left um, Egypt. And those are the Simeonites. And you said by the time they get to the promised land, um, 20, what was 22,000 that had entered. And the reason for that, you say, because they were, they loved war and they were troublemakers. And also when Balaam had told Balak that he should curse them, he told them, told him that the only, he couldn't do it. He couldn't curse them. And he told him that the only way he could um, mess, the, mess, up, mess them up was through sexual perversion. And so therefore, uh, the ladies of that, I don't remember what, what city that was, he said um, they put on a- um, Moabites, the Midianites. The Moabites, yes. The Midianites, you yeah. said Yes. They decided to have a, some carnival thing. So while they were doing their carnival, the Simeonites got involved with the lady, with the ladies, and God sent a plague. And most of the Simeonites run away because of the plague. And they, um, they went to Greece. And then from Greece, they went to Wales. And you, because they are, um, you say, because they are instrument, because instrument of cruelty is in them. You talk about um, when the father was doing the blessings, he said that instrument of cruelty is in the Simonites and that he said he will scatter them. Um, he said at the age of 14, Simeon killed um, the men of a city because they had raped his sister and him and his brother, I don't remember, what's his name, Benjamin? I don't remember his name. Uh, killed. What's his brother's name again? Levi. Levi. Yes, Levi and Benjamin. So that uh, it, Jacob says instrument of cruelty is in their system. And um, they were the ones at the age of 14, you said he killed these men because they had raped his sister. So he killed them, took his sister, and and left. So because instrument of cruelty is in them, when they went to um to Wales, they started developing instrument. They started, they started making instruments of cruelty. They had the factories and they started making instruments of cruelty. Um, after the plague, you said 35,000 had, had disappeared. 35,000 had disappeared. And they, today they are, you said the Welch. Welsh American are Simeonites. So even though they love the word of God, because, even though they love the word of God, it doesn't change their anger. They're the ones, they still produce guns. They, they, they like to see, they like to see people get hurt. You said some of them are in Canada. And um, 
wherever you find gun manufacturing, they are the they are the they are the ones making them, the Simeonites. No matter how you say, no, no matter how they worship and praise God, hatred is in their DNA. And you, and in churches today, you say you can find churches are divided because of hatred. Families are divided because of hatred. People are in court, you said, because of hatred. And hatred, you say, is the nature of Satan. And you also talk about, you know, we have to be careful. People have to be careful of the names that they give their children. Some people go on the internet and find names or look up the meaning of the names that they're giving their children. And some of the names, the meanings that they find on the internet are not the true meaning of the names that they're giving their children. Okay, so as mothers, we have to be careful what we teach our children, what we name our children because of um, Leah's hatred, her, her anger, her bitterness, she named her child hatred. And um, it, has, it has affect, uh, affected sim the Simeonites for generations and generations, and it is still going on. So as mothers, we have to be careful no matter how angry we are, we still have to be careful how we um how we name our children, how we teach our children. Whatever it has to anything that it has to do with our children, we have to be careful. And that's what I take away from that. You know, teach them love. <laughs> because um Things that we do can last for generation to generation to generation, you know, and that's that's what I have to say tonight. Is that shall we all appreciate Evangelist Carol? Thank you, Evangelist Carol. You're welcome. All right, next, next, please. Everybody's talking tonight. Okay. Welcome, Sister Kalyan. Go on. <laughs> Good night. I, I think I came on late uh, last week, but from what I gathered and what was said tonight, I realized that mothers can destroy or shape their children's destiny. When Leah named her son hatred because of what she was facing at the time, she was proclaiming hatred and everything associated with that on her son. And I, and that really spoke to me. Whatever you, names have, is not just simple names naming your child. You have to be very careful and cognizant of what you're naming your children. You can be calling in the curse and or you can be calling in the blessing. 
And you have to be very careful because the children are your future, your future mm-hmm. generation. They're carrying on your legacy. Mm-hmm. So it's something you have to be aware of and mm-hmm. uh, be knowledgeable of. So that's all I have to share. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. Sister Talien. Who else? Next, please. Next. Hello. Hi. Um. Okay, so um, Leo might have uh, felt justified, and you know, are somehow justified what she did and felt that she was doing the right thing because of how she was being treated. Um, but because of what she did, her children developed uh, characteristics and behaviors that would be impacting their lives for the future. And um, you, you are encouraging us as parents to, to ensure that we are mindful of what we speak into the lives of our children, what we name our children, um, what we say to our children, because that can have a lasting lasting effect on on their lives, on their attitudes and their behavior. Um, we also looked at uh, Jacob, what Jacob said to his children when he was about to pass, he called his children to, to gather around him so that he can tell them how their attitude and behavior um, will affect them in the future. And uh, when he spoke, his words seems to be curses upon the children, but his words were not actually curses, but he was being specific in pointing out their attitudes and behavior and how it was going to uh, to affect them and how it would shape their lives in the... Um, in the future. Uh, you also mentioned that we should not always seek to uh, protect our children from going through certain challenges and difficulties, but um, the challenges they face are meant to uh, be a learning process for them, so they need to actually go through it. I mean, we can we can pray them through it and so on, but we need to allow them to go through it so that they can can learn from the experience and that they can develop and grow wisdom. But uh, we need to always bear in mind that we need to be careful. But we speak into our children's lives. 
and the impact that it could have on their their future. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Carroll. God bless you. Yes, others? Who will be the next? Who will be the next? Sister Bridget? Reverend Felicia? Mrs. Charles? Wow. Are you all awake or asleep? Awake. I'm here. <laughs> all right. So what did you gather from what they have just said? about the two sisters and one who was hateful towards the other that she named her son hate which was simeon i know a whole lot of simeon in life and i swear they're all bad simeons <laughs> oh my gosh and um about forgiveness that's something that i have learned and something from church that I've been doing. Every day I've been different family members and people be flashing in my head and I've been thanking God I have forgiven them wholeheartedly because I want you to forgive me also. So I really learned the meaning of forgiveness if you want to be an overcomer to Jesus. That bitterness, that bitterness in me has came out of me. I don't have no adversity towards no one. I just feel light in spirit. Today at three o'clock, they called and said, do you know your son-in-law grandmother is burying today? I said, oh my goodness, no. Because they moved to Florida and it's only one brother left. I said, which church? I have to go make it to go to the funeral. Would you believe I'll rush and to Harlem for a funeral? I reach here like five, a little after five. Who was the first two people to greet me at the door? My daughter and my son-in-law. I almost mm. passed out. I haven't seen them from September. They haven't spoken to me. They were the last two people I expect. But I swear, my spirit with, with them, I just feel like a negative spirit. So I just went in the church, pay my respect and walk right back or straight to the train and came home, up back to the Bronx. I swear. So that is something that's bothering me, but I know I don't have no animosity towards them. I'm just questioning my mind. Why they have so much animosity towards me?
It's a work in progress. I, yes, I hear different and it's like yes, what's happening that I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not depressed anymore about it. I'm just leaving it to God. I'm leaving it in his hands. Sooner it will work itself out. And I have to keep this my heart pure, my pure and don't think negative, negative, do negative. And I would like to ask please bring on me because I am a work in progress. I am a work in progress. Amen. We are a work in progress. We just have to be sensitive to what the word of God says. May the Lord heal your heart and may the Lord strengthen you to be able to forgive and let go bitterness. Amen. 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 Be encouraged. Anybody else? Reverend Felicia, Mrs. Charles, Sister Bridget, Sister Beverly, everybody is giving reflection tonight. Because this is one of the biggest problems in the church around us Christians. If we don't understand the word, how can we apply it? If we don't remember what has been taught, how do we say we are Christians? I need everybody to talk. Good night, Dr. Pauline. Yes, good evening. For the last two Bible study, I wasn't online. You have been hearing forgiveness, so let's talk. Everybody has been hearing. Kay is coming on for the first time. She's able to pick it up. Let's be sincere. We've all heard something about forgiveness. We are all hurting. We are all going through challenges. We have to demonstrate it. That is why we are all doing the reflection. I can't go to the next man if we cannot finish this one on Simon. So say something. Everybody uh, must say something. Dr. Pauline, this is um, Nora. Okay. Um, I wasn't on last week, but gathering from what was said tonight and from previous messages. Actually, I didn't um, teach last week. I didn't teach last week. So we, we, well, we, we focused on prayer last week, but we've been talking about Simon in a, uh, three consecutive weeks or two. Okay. So somebody All should right. ask um, something. Yeah. What I gather from the, the um, teaching is that you know, when you're in relationship and you're hurting, and especially when you're with child and things doesn't go the way that you want, to, want it to go, the first thing that people do after birth is name their children. And sometimes because of the the pain that you suffered through your pregnancy, you tend to give the child 
a name that comes with sorrow. And sometimes through the years of the children growing up, they find out that things are not working out for them the way it's supposed to. And on investigation of their name, they figured they found out that, you know, the name was given to them out of pain and agony. So therefore, we when we're going through life experiences with hurt and other 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 experiences, you have to learn to forgive. You know, because if you don't forgive, you're gonna extend the pain and the agony of it for generation upon generation. You know, and later on, sometimes, you know, as parents, the, the, your child will come to you and ask you, why did you call me this name? You know, and you have to tell the, the, the child the truth, where it came, it comes from, you know? So as long as we are trying to walk aright, with God in whatever capacity of our lives, you know, whether we are sitting on the high seat or the low seat, we have to learn to exhibit love. We have to learn to exhibit care. We have to be mindful of the words that we speak and the names that we associate our children and our loved ones with because it can, it can either let them be a great person or they can be somebody that is just outrightly dangerous and they are innocent of the fact some some people they they can't understand why they behave a certain aspect in life a, a certain way in life so we have to be mindful of our utterances and we have to be very mindful of, you know, the way we treat other people and learn. We have to learn more to give candies of love in all of what we do, trying to walk aright with Christ. Amen. Amen. Shall we all appreciate the Kenneth Nora? God bless you. Who is next? Forgiveness. Simon. Leah. Reverend Felicia, are you talking? Unmute, 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 Reverend Felicia, unmute. Peace. Oh, okay, Reverend Peace, welcome. What I gather is, um, I don't know if really Leah knew what he was doing at that time. Mm. I don't know that he knew that all, if the, all these things will affect his children, I don't think she could do it. Mm. Or she may repent 
and ask the husband to help her to rename the children like he did at the time of Benjamin. Mm. You talk about the lost tribe of Israel. Mm. I always think about it. Which tribe is lost? <laughs> of Israel. But you answer it that it is the Benjamites. Mm. And because of anger, hatred, and cruelty, they have done what they're not supposed to do mm. to kill the men of, um, forget the name. Yes, to kill the whole nation, you know, and I think it become case. You said Jacob did not curse them. Rather, he's trying to explain to them how their life is. So I think it was up to them to repent, mm. but they also don't know better. Mm. That's how I see it. I come to conclusion. Mm. You said they were about 35,000, if I'm right. Yeah, 35,000. Yeah. Okay, missing mm. because they are men of war. Mm. War. Wherever they build gun and other things, they are. And they're now a part of a, a, a place in England. England, they are there and they are very great people. Mm. You use uh, Numbers chapter 25. 14 to 15, and you use um, Numbers chapter 26, verse 14, also, where we can read and see what happened over there. You said to destroy God's people, normally the enemy use sexual perversion. And even from the pulpit, he can get men like that. So we need to deal with our anger. Mm. As mothers, we need to teach our children mm. not to hate. Because the opposite of hate is love. We should sow love into them, no matter what happens. Even if they are stepchildren, you know, we rather sure. teach them love, to mm. love one another mm. as Jesus do it. Because he said, if we don't forgive, you also not forgive us. Mm. So it's that always that word work in me, that when mm. people offend me, I said, if I don't forgive like Jesus, he's also not going to, he would rather hand me over to the enemy. Mm nor deliver me from evil. So I always purpose in my life, my heart, no matter what people do, I look at it and I say, Lord, give me the heart of forgiveness. Amen. Give me not to carry the spirit of hatred mm. because it will not do any good to me. So mm. I try to teach my children, have patience and deal with the situation. If you can't forgive, go to the person and talk with. But if you can let it go, as to say we did three days, let it go. And even if you remember it, don't let it bother you. Because when, uh, when uh, Peter denied Jesus, when Jesus came back, he never mentioned it, that Peter. Mm -hmm. 
I told you you would deny me. Mm. He says, never mention it. He forgave before even he, he came back the third day. So I look at those words and encourage myself not to hate anyone, not to be. I get angry, but I let it go. So that's what I learned to love one, uh, one another, to stand with people, no matter what they do. Just keep on praying for them as the Lord leads you to do it. Mm. So that's it with me. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Reverend Peace. All right. Who else? Okay, uh, this is Reverend Felicia. All right. Yeah, from uh, the teachings that uh, what I've gathered so far regarding uh, this, and uh, especially in the life of uh, in the life of Simeon that you have been teaching us how he missed his blessing was was uh, was given to the son of, of Joseph rather than when the father was trying to when the father was about to leave to bless them his blessing mm -hmm. was transferred to Manasseh okay. because his father reflected on what he did his anger and uh, from the teaching that you taught us uh, his name the mother named him uh, uh, Simeon, because he thought that uh, after giving birth to the first one, the husband uh, Jacob will love will love her rather than Rachel. But she saw that uh, Jacob's attention was still directed to 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 Rachel, not her. Mm. And uh, with that uh, grief in her mind the anger, the bitterness was transferred to Simeon. Mm. And this uh, he exhibited while he was growing up, that he found it very, very difficult to forgive and up to the extent of committing murder. Uh, and uh, it stuck to, what stuck to me there is uh, uh, really the, even in our own immediate families, there is always that strife. There is always that uh, somebody, you know, having bitterness, having hatred against the other. Mm. Children of God, as we have been teaching us forgiveness, if we are to be true children of God, we need to forgive and let go so that our blessings, so that we will receive our own blessings, no matter how hard it is, mm. that we must let go. And uh, talk about how to deal with anger mm. because anger is not good. Mm. It, it, it doesn't only contaminate you, it contaminates the people around you. Mm. So we have to deal with anger we're looking at the life of a, of a, of a Simeon. Uh, 
there's something that you mentioned. It just it's just flipped my mind. It uh, it, it related to to Rachel. Mm. How Rachel also did not consider, but I've forgotten that's a very word you 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 mentioned that uh, that caused her death, her early death. Mm. Mm. I've really forgotten, but it came to my mind. It just flipped back. But she did not. She like like you no know, pressing on Jacob on Jacob the husband mm. when she was pregnant with a uh, with Benjamin. Benjamin. Mm. Yeah, uh, it really flipped. My, I'm trying to remember it, but it's something related to her because of her reaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it taught me the lesson I drew from there is uh, I should be mindful about my reaction mm. towards what is being said by others, even in the house of God. Mm. Because my reaction might lead to a door, an open door, which can give the enemy access into my own life. Mm. So at every moment in time, I have to watch and guard against that. Mm. And a pure heart, a heart of honesty, a heart of sincerity. Mm. So that are some of the main points I, I gathered from the teaching of uh, the last other weeks. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Felicia. Who else? Dr. Gwen? Mrs. Charles? Sister Bridget, I'm still waiting for you, please. Nobody else want to talk? Wow. Dr. Uh, Pauline. Um, yeah, okay, go on. Sister Beverly. Yes. Uh, so the, you've been teaching on unforgiveness for nearly two years now. And so um, the purpose of that is to make sure that we all understand how deep this unforgiveness is and how the uh, sins of uh, uh, generation of iniquity occurs in families. And um, what I what I got what I what I got from that, the teachings is constantly be reminding myself uh, when there is an ought, ought against someone or a disagreement that I immediately go to God and ask for forgiveness and that I don't keep it um, within my spirit, soul, and mind because it also can make you sick. And I always was taught that sickness is has a is related in some way sometimes, I'm not going to say for everything, to um, unforgiveness. So uh, that was one of the things that 
uh, I took took away from um, have been taken away from the teachings, and that it has helped me uh, to not only uh, myself but to others who I speak to, and I can also say to them that you know just ask God for forgiveness or ask a person and move <clears throat> and pray about it and move on. Um, you talked about uh, Leah. So in the beginning, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, you spoke how uh, Jacob met Rachel. Well, not met, but when he saw Rachel, he immediately connected with her as that that's who he wanted to marry. Uh, when he... Uh, when it when it when Leban became when Leban got involved in it uh, when Rachel brought Jacob to Leban and and introduced you know saying that uh, he needed to stay but they were related so it became that when Jacob wanted to marry Rachel Leban had another trick or another situation another he didn't want uh to have rachel to marry uh, jacob right away he made him wait for seven years and that to me instead he wanted jacob to have leah and that to me was also animosity because if i gotta wait seven years to marry someone and I'm already with the person that would make me upset. So I can understand that between the two ladies, the two sisters, that that caused some animosity right away. And from there in, uh, it did not stop. So um, generational curse, a generational hatred uh, began at that very moment. That's what I saw, but um, because it made uh, when she, you know, it made the two women, the two sisters, not be able to agree, uh, have an agreement in in the in the way that they had to have this this the, their husbands. So uh, to me, that to me that that I looked at that was that started it right there and then whenever um Leon couldn't she was unable to conceive right away and she prayed asking God to help her that also kind of pumped it up more you know um so I just you know to me I I look at that and I, I, I got, I got a lot of. Um, I felt the hatred that she was feeling. I mean, I didn't feel what she was feeling, but I saw that as I was reading it, that that cause it didn't make it the the in the word it didn't it didn't make it like it was anything. But you can see that if you're a woman and you and there's another woman there that would be some type of problems if you have to wait mm. to marry 
and you couldn't conceive and then now you do you, you're able so you feel uh like you're the one uh somebody important <laughs> so I, I that was important to me I, I thank you for bringing that out and I thank you for also um when you talked about the mothers nurturing their children and I I know that sometimes fathers will say well the child is not like what I want because they're with their mother mm -hmm. uh, they will say something like that uh mm -hmm. or uh, they might say uh the child would be different if they was with me 20, you know, more than their mother. So the mothers do have uh, a lot to uh, involvement in their child's decisions. And sometimes mothers may not know that they're doing it, but they also cause conflict in the family. Mm -hmm. So um, it's important as mothers especially, you know, uh, if you have more than one child, sometimes you have a favorite one. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes you, you might not even be knowing that you have a favorite one, but because that child always coming to you, it becomes like the favorite child. Mm. So sometimes mothers have an influence mm. over the decisions that their children make mm. uh, or how their children reasons, uh, sees things in the other child. Mm -hmm. And because of that, Leah, uh, Rachel was able to do it in many ways through Jacob mm -hmm. with the, um, when she encouraged him or influenced him to take the blessings. Rachel was also able to do it uh, in the, uh, knowing that uh, Jacob had, did uh, turned against, not turned against, but had tricked Esau out of his uh, blessing, not a blessing, birthright. Mm -hmm. So I feel that in all of this, it's a lot of unforgiveness uh, and a lot of hatred. Mm -hmm. A lot of, the, in Genesis, you know, it's basically from the beginning, it, you've been teaching us, showing us, directing us, how hatred has come about in the Bible. So therefore we should be careful mm. as Christians mm. that we should be careful how we influence people. And I remember when you said that even when we leave the church and we leave with an ought against the pastor or against someone in the church, we will go to the next church and have the same type of problem or something will occur because we have not forget, forgiven. So all of these are like examples of unforgiveness and how it occurred and how we should, it's practicing how, um, how we should not fall into the hands of the enemy. Uh, so it happens in the family, it started in the family and this way it grows and I have it in my family uh, for whatever reason. Uh, uh, it happened between me and my husband for whatever reason. We would fight about the name of the child. And I said, no, don't name him Kwame. He's going to be named a biblical name. So, and then that, that grew because now he go tell the pastor, he go tell this one in the church. And that became uh, a problem. Mm -hmm. So instead of us getting on our knees and praying about it, and said, Lord, help us to make the right decision it became like a fight. So that name that 
was given was still not satisfied in the spirit because it was not satisfied between the two of us. So it happens uh, when you don't know Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you're not able to discern when the enemy is coming in, trying to, to, to deceive the mm-hmm. two. It happens. And it's unfortunately, it's the trick of the enemy. Something like a simple name can make a whole family shatter. So mm-hmm. um, I say that, that it was good for me. One thing I did as I continue to read through Genesis, that they did come together yeah. in some way, form or fashion. Amen. Esau and Jacob came together. Amen. And the end, they forgave each other. Amen. And at and at that point, this is very important for all of us to abide by and use the Bible as the gift of correction. Amen. So that's what I have to say tonight. Amen, 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 amen. So thank you all those who gave reflection tonight. Those who didn't give tonight, get ready to give next week. Amen. 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 All right. Before we do the communion and the grace, Reverend Athia, any announcement? Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, for those who are in the School of Deliverance, can you hear me? Yes. We are waiting on you. For those of you who are in the School of Deliverance, um, the, the instructor for Thursday will not be available on Thursday. His class will be on Saturday morning. Um, so those of you who are registered for the leadership class with Dr. Pauline for Saturday, that class will be on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. while the counseling class will be for Saturday morning. So um, bear that in mind, the counseling class, those of you are registered for that class, it will be on Saturday instead of Thursday. And the leadership class will be on Thursday instead of Saturday because the instructor for Thursday is not available and will not be available until Saturday. So he's taking the Saturday slot just for this week. And then um, Dr. Pauline will take the Thursday slot. Okay. Okay. It's just a switch. So no, no class is canceled. It's just a switch. All right? All right. Okay. All right. Nobody's responding. Has everybody gone to bed? They're muted. No. Okay, Dr. Polly, we don't go to bed. <laughs> All right. Okay. We heard you. All right. Thank you. So everybody, take your communion wine and Reverend Peace will bless us. Whether it's water or communion wine, whatever you have, take it, hold it to your hands. Reverend Peace, please bless us. Reverend Peace.
Reverend Peace. Can you hear me? No, you were off. <laughs> now you are on. <laughs> I'm on. Okay. Yes, yes. Everybody take your communion wine so Reverend Peace can bless. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Your line is off again. <laughs> Your line keep going on and off. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> For we have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, took a bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Father, we thank you for the bread and the blood of Christ Jesus. As we lift it up before you, yes. according to your word, you said, this cup is the New Testament of your blood. And you said we should do it as often as we drink or eat this bread in remembrance of you. And that means we should remember your, your death, your burial, and your resurrection. We thank you for what you have done for us at Calvary. We thank you for forgiving us our sins. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for taking our place. We appreciate what you have done for us. This even as we come with one accord, in spirit of humbleness, we ask you to breathe into our elements that whoever is sick and whatever we lack of, especially we ask for wisdom and knowledge and understanding and a spirit that when they correct us, we're able to take it and repent. We thank you. We ask for your mercy and your grace this evening. And as we eat and drink with one accord, we ask for supernatural healing, supernatural understanding, supernatural wisdom, supernatural uh, hallelujah, knowledge. We thank you, hope of glory. We bless your name. We glorify you. Thank you for everything. In Christ Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Eat and drink ye all of it. Amen. 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 So, everybody, remember that the fasting continue. We are praying until the twenty second of twenty second of January. Pray for yourself. We have received so much knowledge from the World Convention. And we need to make the word applicable to our lives so that we are not preaching with our mouth and our heart is different. And I will encourage everybody, let's forgive and let go. Let's forgive and let go. Whether we like it or not, we'll be offended and we will also offend other people. 
So that is why today we had to make a reflection on Simon. By God's grace, next week we'll be treating Levi. And now at the end of each persons that we, uh, each character, we will do a reflection because forgiveness is not easy. Because of lack of forgiveness, churches are splitting every day. Marriages are divorcing every day. Wickedness is going on every day. Can you believe a six-year-old child mm -hmm. took a gun to school and shoot the teacher? Mm -hmm. Why? Six-year-old. Hey. Six-year-old. So this is why we, those who say we, we are hearing the word of God, we have to remember and share it with other people. Today, too, uh, in the news, a oh, young yes. man killed the mother. Mm -hmm. Why? The four year was holding a gun. Yeah. <sighs> so we are not just here just uh, talking, talking, talking. We want to practice it. We want to practice the word of God so that we don't go to hell. We want to practice the word of God. So I beg you, it doesn't matter whether you had all of it or half of it. Let us practice what we learn. So by God's grace, next week, We'll be studying Levi. After Levi, we will look at how we have used the lesson. Today, we we're just saying what I thought. Nobody told me how you are using it. Thank you, uh, 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 Sister Kay. I could feel your anger, but I'm glad that uh, you were able to pick up from whatever you heard other people say because you were not here during the last class and yet you were able to reflect and use it appropriately. And that is what we want. Everybody must use what you have heard. Amen? Amen. 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 Okay, let's share the grace. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweetness of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So God bless you, and I'll see you for prayer on Thursday. And the students to see you for classes on Thursday. Mm -hmm.